Varya grabs her sneakers and Vaseline, and baby girl Lisa is done again. Coming up on the broadcast. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the grab to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the broadcast, and now here are your broadcasters, Hanakawa and Katrina. <laughs> Are you going to need to explain to the people what, what you meant by that? Hey, She's Hala. about to play sock and bop them with Mary. Did you need Vaseline for that? Yes, so you can be slippery. You got your sneakers <laughs> so you can be fast. You saw she didn't she didn't wear her hoops to the house. <laughs> take, off, take, take that shit off, put your off hair in a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, hi, you guys. Welcome back to the broadcast. We have with us again today, Agent C. That's right. I've become the broadcast's very own herpes. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say more like uh, radio invasive species, but y- you went to herpes. Potato, potato, right? What's the difference? <laughs> you could say I'm like the Asian carp in the Great Lakes. He's like the potato that happens to grow on Mars because, mm. um, you know, you see that movie. Yes. No. no, because oh. Matt, Matt Damon fingered me and put, and, and put me in the ground. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's from Martian where he he grew potatoes in oh. Mars and took a you lot of vitamins. You are going to get us in trouble. <laughs> oh, it's too late. All right. Oh, my God. We're just trying to find where the, where, the, where the bottom of the hole is now. Not if we're going to go in oh it or not. Oh, my God. You know, we, we, brought, we brought agency along on this episode. Um, again, we figured, you know, might as well, like, coast through the end of the season with him. Um, and the season is apparently never-ending. So is our time with uh, agency as a co-host is never-ending as well. It's a never-ending season, you guys. Um <laughs> Part of that, of course, now I have the Never Ending Story theme song in my head. And if you get that reference, ooh, that's why we're friends. Um, they threw an extra episode in this season at the end. Isn't that fun? Do you think, it, <laughs> do you think it's because they love us so much? Uh, yeah, I think it's because we love them so much. So there are multiple theories on why they did this. And we don't have any confirmation about the exact reason they did it, and it might be multiple reasons, but um, because quarantine, and that leads to a lot of reasons, right? Is it because we're so thirsty and we need something to watch? Is it because the ratings have been so high this season, which they have been? Um, Is it, like, did they have this extra material? Did they decide to make an extra episode of replaying the scene of David waiting in the square over and over and over and over and see how many shots of that, how many replays of that exact scene we can see in a single episode. Um, I don't know. (laughs) They should create a revenue per frame metric because I think that little, that like five second would probably, has probably made the most money for them out of every other clip this season. (laughs) Well, and also I think they didn't anticipate the lovely leak that came out that kind of spilled right. the beans on Lana and Dave. And then all of a sudden there's a lot of footage of them like bowling and having coffee and slowly talking about the world and right. her having to and make her curfew home creepy. for some reason. That's right. <laughs> and TLC trolling him ferociously with that picture of him when he was a professional bowler. 
<laughs> and them just walking around, like taking pictures everywhere mm-hmm. for their. This is we we met in person photo album for them to give to the consular officer. Oh yeah, someone asked me about that. They said, um, "Is it going to negatively impact his case if should it get to that point that they just have pictures from one day?" So technically, it's okay to have just one day's worth of photo. You just have to prove that you met. But if you're like, if you're the, the interviewing officer and you're looking at this, these pictures and you just have one day, it, it, it's hard to, to build a chronology in your head of how, of kind of how their relationship has developed. And it really ticks off officers when they have to go by that. Cause it's, it's not as easy for them to feel comfortable. So, so explain then, um, Annie and Robert who met for eight hours. Yeah, my my uh, my theory of that is that theirs is not the worst case that that post has ever seen. That there's pro- it probably goes way worse than that. Well, knowing um, Annie, she probably changed a few times, so it seems like it's a different day. It could be, but you know, so the the answer to the question is that it might not hurt him, but it also might not help him either. It just it depends on the culture of the of the ish, of the section. It depends on what the cases are like at any given time. It depends on whether the officer's having a good day or not, or if they're new, like new officers who just got on the line or re- can be really risk averse. Uh, depending, you know, so there, it depends on a lot of facts. It, it certainly doesn't help, but it's not it's not a guaranteed fatality. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so we had to get add in all these. I guess it, it's it's unclear whether some of those scenes that we've been seeing on these episodes have been were intended to be seen during the season or were going to be um, part of a package of this big reveal at the tell-all that Lana is real or at the end of the season. We don't know what was originally planned. What we do know is that since the leak came out, they had they edited like two episodes ago, the one where he meets her. And instead of leaving the end of the, the the episode with him staying there looking for her, I mean, and having her come up. I think they were going to leave us hanging. So all the footage of him waiting for her was yeah. going to be them teasing us for three episodes. And we were going to probably see five minutes of her on the last episode again because. Yes. They find Thank one you. formula that works. They think they need to gangbang it multiple times for the next seasons. So. <laughs> So there we have it. So that's where we are. So um, I think we have, what, one more episode? We're going to see uh, Baby Girl Lisa's and Soldier Boy's wedding, maybe, I think. Maybe. Yeah, that makes and sense. I think that's it. I mean, they're leaning up to it. it. It's it's almost like a YouTube video that's like never ready when they say it's going to be. So they keep saying, oh, we just need one more day to post it. And you're just kind of like, okay, <laughs> we'll wait until you're ready to we'll finish wait. this shit. <laughs> So um, they're the only, I mean, everybody else is like the Americans gone back home and everything. So everybody else's stories are sort of wrapped up. And so uh, we're just been building up to baby girl Lisa's wedding. Yeah. Which we got to see. We're going to see that. Mm -hmm. And then it also seems like they're kind of building up to Stephanie actually coming out. Oh, yeah. The way that they're kind of slowly grinding on that, like. She didn't just go home and get done with it. <laughs> just rip it off like yeah, a band-aid. Like the conversation with her mom in the car on the way home from the airport. Yeah. Right. Viciously yeah. awkward. <laughs> so we'll get into all of that um, shortly. But let's start with our social media roundup. Yeah! 
So Devin claims she's trapped in Utah. Yeah, this this popped up on Reddit for me. I mean, I know, I know she posted it on Instagram first, but, you know, I don't know what that is. So, um, <laughs> yeah, she said that she went to Utah for personal reasons. I have a I have a theory about that. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's because she wants like get to, to, to do filler maintenance by someone who can speak English and not Korean. Oh, um, filler maintenance and, on pe- her face. And, and people like Botox in Utah. She's also been having some dental pain, right? I don't know. I half-ass follow a lot of these people, but I remember Mm -hmm. there being like a, she has a lot of dental issues that uh, I think dentists She did get her teeth done last time Mm -hmm. she was in Utah. So it could be She's talked about that. Mm -hmm. But um, she was able to travel there recently? Because, I mean, that had to have been recently that she... But what came back to the U.S.? Yeah. Yeah, she can come back to the U.S. just fine. But she claims that now the the Korean government won't let her back in. Well, the Korean government has a new restriction in place on certain categories of traveler. But that doesn't start until June 1st. So she has, you know, she got a lot of time. She can go back. She's- <laughs> right. I, I guess for me, I would like make sure I could get back home to my family before I left. Typically, you look up when there's when there's like a, an issue that affects travel whether you can come back. <laughs> right. Whether it's a global pandemic or not. I don't know. I mean, there there are some surprises. Like there are there is a chance she could have left and then like 24 hours later they announced something. But I don't know. It's it, I don't know. <laughs> it's not like you went you visited somewhere and then 9-11 happened and it's and all air travel is shut down. And it was for a reason that nobody who nobody saw coming unless you're like, oh, you know, a 9-11 truther. Um, but this, like she knows she's known, we've all known for months that there's, that there's a human malware situation. Um, so she could, she could, she could have Googled, can I come home or ask Jihoon, Google this in Korea, in Korea talk. I think she Googled, I think she Googled, do I want to go back home? And then she hit, then she hit, oh no, I can't go back. Then she hit, I'm feeling lucky on Google. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Y'all agency is in a mood today. So I'm sorry about this ahead of time. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, you guys. I'm just warning you. You can abandon ship now if you don't want to go into it. But since like so many of our fans are really big, like they have like the agency fan club, like so many of our listeners have an agency fan club. You'll probably like it. So but he's in the mood. I'm just telling oh, you. You guys strap on. We're, we're going we're going fast and hard. Oh, no. Oh, my God. With a strap That's on? The Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah, Censorship, <laughs> sir. We'll talk about that. Sir, you are fired. <laughs> oh, In the words God. of David. <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> the best we line ever. We have a ever. Patreon, you guys. Patreon.com slash the broadcast. Talk about that more later. <laughs> Ooh. Um... Baby girl Lisa and Soulja Boy have a clothing line. I miss that. So I'm I'm yes. reading it now and I'm choking on it. Like, well, evidently, <laughs> evidently, people <laughs> have gone meme have gone meme crazy on this. Well, she posted this. Okay, so let's set the scene for you guys. She posted this picture that doesn't look any different from any of the other pictures she posts, which is a really bad angle. Like, she put her phone on the floor. She's wearing like sweats that you can't really see because of the angle of the phone and she's wearing like a green shirt that's it and there's like a pack of cigarettes and an ashtray and like some cleaner or I don't know like it's it's posted like on this like white trash porch somewhere right like I don't know what is happening in this picture if you read the caption 
that's what tells you she's announcing this clothing line that Soja Boy is going to be, she, she and Soja Boy, I guess, are going to be coming out with. Now, nothing in the picture would let you know that this is a photo of a potential future clothing line <laughs> because it doesn't look like that. And so people are having fun with it because they're putting like things on the, um, on the, on the shirt like memes on the shirt and stuff. <laughs> so is she going to have a shoe line too that like is flip flops for folks with missing toes with a, with a toe already built into the, sh- the flip flop? <laughs> well, they have those, they have those like sandal sneakers, the sandal sneakers that have the toes, but hers are only going to have, you only have nine toes like phantom support. <laughs> no, there'll be a fake toe in there already. Oh my God. She'll call them gangrenes. I'm seeing the picture now, and I don't know. This is almost like that. Um, do you remember when Kanye West came out with his clothing line at first, and it was a plain white T-shirt for an absurd amount of money? Mm-hmm. That's what this reminds me of. Like, you don't do this until you are more than local talent. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and it's a green T-shirt and camo pants. And the camo pants, from what they look like, like, I was wearing a pair of camo pants yesterday that are, like, these, like joggers from old navy <laughs> and my old navy peeps you feel me like you know what i'm talking about right these these like terry fleece whatever joggers that i've been living in all of quarantine because they have pockets like <laughs> i have a pair of camo ones. <laughs> it looks like she just went to the army surplus store i mean these clothes look at least a little bit like they're more full coverage than a lot of the stuff we've seen her in so there's that. I um, if if anyone's interested in buying anything from this clothing line, I think we should post and tag. I want I want to see how they look out in the wild. Oh, out in the wild. <laughs> if you do wild. buy it, tag us. If you buy tag it, tag Hannah Kawa at Ninety Day Fiance today. Because <laughs> I'm curious. I'll repost tag agency. It. <laughs> oh wait, you can't tag agency because he's not on Instagram. <laughs> Jokes on you. <sighs> Anyways, yeah, well, that's exciting. Um, why does everyone have to jump on a clothing line? Why Why is that their ticket to riches? Like, Darcy's done it. Um, now Darcy at least had that, like, the, the outlines of it before she became. Yeah, they're, they're a different story because they have always had dreams of branching out everywhere and being, like, the trendsetters and and in house of 11 or house of hope bags as it's been called house um, of does it even sell clothes like i do people can can they actually buy stuff from this store uh-huh they have repopulated it died for a while and then i think they came back with like their fake red bottoms their fake louboutins and stuff like their stuff there's t-shirts and there's sunglasses and stuff on there yeah is bizarre. Again, um, <laughs> if you buy their stuff, please tag us. <laughs> People usually start clothing lines when they know that they're uh, sunsetting on their, you know, media presence. Usually sports stars will start their own line because they know if they break a leg, then what do you have to right. fall back it's their, on, right? It's their continuing line of um revenue well, right. not that darcy listens to the show but if she does she should really make a halloween version of the louis but of the fake louis batons that have an eyeball attached at the heel and they can call it like the jesse special edition because he's, oh he's watching her no it's because no, he, she threw the louis Baton at his face 
In, oh, it was that's it was the right. big conflict in season two. Oh my god. He he had a trauma. He had a trauma. Um all right. Anything else for our social media roundup? Did anything else exciting happen? Exciting no. No. Ed claims he's had forty seven marriage proposals. That's, I want to know how many of them were legal. That's disturbing. We're real. <laughs> we're real. Like how many that of them is actually were not a, right. Like like a thirteen year old going, Oh my god, I want to marry you. That's not a real marriage proposal, Ed. That can't count. <laughs> At least not in this country. It's disturbing, <laughs> but it's it's sadly on that true. Okay, yeah. We'll just kinda gloss over that. Yeah, we're still on the um everybody else outside of the ninety day fandom loves Ed. Train, well, that's because they're all 16. Mm-hmm. And, and PewDiePie yeah. told them to like him. Yeah. yeah. He calls him the man of thickness. Oh, my God. As soon as the show ends, so will most of these people. And I think Ed will be one of them. He will lose relevance. They'll definitely, so. they'll definitely stall. Right now they're growing. But, I mean, unfortunately, he's kind of become a meme. So, yeah. Oh, I did see one other thing on social media. Evidently, there's an Avery fan page. And while there's no proof that it's just her posting things about herself, there's also no proof that there it, it isn't. So are you making an accusation that um, Avery is running a fan page for herself? I'm just saying that there's no proof that she's not. Avery from Ash and Avery? Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. A lot of these people, so like all the fan pages you'll see will disappear after their season is over. They usually will run a fan page, get the followers, and then sell it after they have followers. Like you saw that with Juliana. She had a fan page Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was growing, and then all of a sudden it, it turned into something else, probably because they sold it too somebody who just wanted the followers. It's a very common practice. I would not think that Avery had enough time, nor would she want to split followers with a fan page. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she's at even at 50 yet. I don't know, but. <laughs> that way to burst my Agencies balloon. New to, I know. <laughs> Look at him. He's trying to, he's trying to bust fraud and, and we're like, no, nope, nope, nope. 90 day fiance official fan account i mean the official account fan account whatever it is so the official 90 day fiance account has announced the final happily ever after couples and the last two were paul and creeny or paul and carini as some know you know him by and angela and michael <laughs> <laughs> you probably have to do your michael impression impression do the michael i'm too contested today um, <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's interesting. Cause they're doing a happily ever after. And we clearly see that Michael is not in the United States per the right. previews of the show. So I, can I say that's a first, is it the first time they do a long distance happily ever after? Uh, I'd have to look back at the other ones. Um, I mean, <sighs> this kind of is the first time we've ever really had the issue with my, that Michael and, Angela have right where one party is stuck in another country because they can't be let in because their visa is denied. And on top of that, there's a travel ban from that country. Right. So he's got double the reason why he can't come in. Um, so I don't know that we've ever had this as an issue before. So going into happily ever after, which is happily ever after question mark, mm-hmm. they, um, 
which follows a like, continuing story of, of some of the couples. And, like, so, yeah, we, ha- we haven't... They've always been together. We haven't had this scenario. Um, I guess they didn't want to put them... I guess Angela didn't want to move to Nigeria and do the other way, even though, like, we know the other way as a show is just... Like, uh, we're going to pretend like we're moving there, but we're not really. We're just visiting pretends. is what it turns we're just out to visiting. be. Yeah. But she has yeah. way too many obligations in the, in the United States. All her So her even TLC couldn't that, pretend yeah, that she like, was going to move? <laughs> no. People would call bullshit on that so fast. Like, mm-hmm. we thought you had obligations kind of thing. and you're gone. She'd have to have sufficient money to send them to the American, send the, all those kids to the American school. Her daughters would have to be able to step up and take care of their kids. Or she'd take them with her and send them to the American school. One's in jail, right? Yeah. When does, do we know when Scotty gets out of jail? No clue. And would she be allowed to have the kids after That's that? That's a big question. <laughs> it's a very big question. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Who ifs knows? attached to that. Right. Yeah. So Angela's taking care of all the kids. Um, so yeah, I, you're right. I don't think uh, even that even TLC knew that the audience wouldn't buy her pretending to move to Nigeria. Right. But doing happily ever after. I mean, they're continuing to be a couple. So this is following their story of their. This is how they're going to live, right? Right. And so all together we have uh, Angela and Michael. We have Paul and Karini. We have Larissa and Colt, Libby and Andre. Andre. Who am I forgetting? Tania uh, and Sinjin? Kalani. Yeah, uh, Tanya and Sinjin. Tanya and Sinjin. Asuelu. I almost thought you said Kalonic. Kalani and Kalani and I was like, who? Oh, poor Kalani. I like oh. those guys. I like, I like them yeah, both, too. I like yeah. them, too. Um, the only ones that are going to be weird... Uh, is Larissa and Colt because they're clearly not together. And we saw a preview of right. Colt having an argument with his first girlfriend of that season, I'm assuming, which is Jessica. And mm-hmm. so right off the bat, they kind of let you know it's going to be. But Colt 2.0 is coming, you guys. Aren't you excited? <laughs> is this a no. new and improved no. Colt? I'm not. I'm not excited at all. <laughs> I am excited for Paul and Creedy, who originally were going to be slated. They were bouncing back and forth, I think, is what happened, because I had intel that they were going to be on the Web Only series, and there was other intel that they were going to be on Happily Ever After. And so my assumption that I made, which was maybe correct, maybe not correct, I have no idea. I have no <laughs> way of finding out if it is correct, is that... They were bouncing them around trying to figure out where they were going to slot their footage. Right. And it looks like they did end up on Happily Ever After. Um, and I am a huge, I've, I'm a huge pole fan. I've always been, uh, I want to strap a GoPro to his head and just watch him live his life. Just because, his oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what, what actually lives? do you do? Because I'm really curious. Really curious. <laughs> and then there's some things I'm not curious about. <laughs> There's nobody that weird, except there is. It's Paul, so I want to see. <laughs> oh, in social media roundup news, going back to that, Paul put out a post asking if he should help Karini, because Karini wants him to help set up an OnlyFans page for her, and should he help her? How true do you think that is? Because I feel like a lot of them are just trolling with this OnlyFans, because 
a certain number of them are creating OnlyFans, like legit for real creating them. And Mm -hmm. it's just really strange to see like the 90 day stars going into this, like see my nudes for a price, like fuck cameo. (laughs) I'll show you my titties for a dollar. (laughs) 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 And I don't even know how much OnlyFans takes, but like, you know, I, I think that what they should do is their OnlyFans monthly price should be the same as the season they were on. So Larissa can say she's on season six, which can be six dollars. Danielle oh has to be two dollars. She was on, oh God, Danielle on an OnlyFans. Should they, you mean you mean two? You meant two cents, right? Two dollars. Two dollar. Like so the, the most recent, $2. the most recent seasons can charge a little bit more. So oh I think that's a great well, Stephanie's about plan. about right. She's what she charges five dollars. Stephanie is at eight bucks, I think. Oh, God. But you also have for to remember that with for OnlyFans. But you also have she to has remember the Patreon. She has Patreon, she has OnlyFans, and she's has her revenue from YouTube. So mm-hmm. they don't let you know how many people subscribed and at Patreon they don't let you know how many subscribed at what tier. But I mean right. but she was doing this before the show. Yeah, she was so yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um <laughs> Yeah. What? I just I'm what? just thinking about like Pole actually setting Karini up in an OnlyFans account and then mm. trying to burn it down when people you actually see- join. <laughs> but she's pregnant. If Paul made occasional appearances, not like in like a gross, like creepy sexual way, just like he showed up in his hazmat suit. I'd nope, watch that shit. I'm not letting my mind go there. We're gonna move on. <laughs> oh, you know that reminds me of that scene in the in the original Naked Gun, where um, where Frank Drebin is talking to uh, what's her name Jane about having safe sex, and then they show them in both in full body condoms. Oh my god! Nothing but complete nerd references on this show, you guys. And yeah. I don't even know half of them. That one I think I knew, but you know I don't know. Um, but Karina. Karini is pregnant and there is a market for pregnant porn. No, so, not thinking about it. So think about it. No, nope. I mean, I'm just saying there is a market for it. There's a really big market for it. Let's move on to season four, but before the 90 days episode of 563. We can I mean, get the most <laughs> ridiculous uh, plot line out of the way first, right? Which is Ambaria and Jeffrey. Oh God. They so they've somehow infiltrated on... their way into the we're not talking about them, but we're talking about them because it's just so bad. Yeah. 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 Because there's fraud involved here, right? And we said at the very beginning that we would talk about them to the extent that it, you know, was the subject of the show. And since we don't really recap, we're just talking about like the fraud, this whole story arc that's happening is just a continued fakeness fake 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 fraudulent story i believe i talked about this like last week and the week before i believe maybe it was the week before that at least last week i talked about this where i believe that their entire storyline is fake at least fake from the jeffrey side and varia flying to nashville or memphis where is he at nashville knoxville Knoxville, whatever. I'm sorry, guys. One of the bills in Tennessee (laughs) is where he lives. (laughs) And she flies there and shows up when Mary happens to be at his house. No, that's not real. It's all set up. It's fake. 
their bad acting with this, you need to get out of here, and oh my gosh, and whatever she's saying about, she irritates me, you need to leave, this is my house, not yours, or whatever. They will send you to Soviet Gulag. But like, <laughs> Mary is like, fed up, so she starts packing her shit. Like, you remember when Tanya and Sinjin, when she made him like the sex corner? Mm-hmm. Like, she literally packed up the sex corner, like the roses, candles and shit and just left. I, was like, what? I don't understand the whole point. I would have left that no, shit there for her to see that they were, you know. Leftover. That's, yeah, I would have left my yeah. panties on the bed. Well, they had to show us, they had to sh- let us see her packing it up as part of the story arc that is entirely made up and fake. It's so bad. It's so bad. Because so I mean, bad. and then it spills over to Instagram because I think she posted uh, something about like, now that you saw me get my heart broken on national TV. So it's so <sighs> hard. I know. I know. Fake. I just can't. <laughs> like she walks out of the door and she's like, you bitch. I was like, whoa, what triggered this? Like, I feel like there's a whole like. <laughs> part of the story we didn't get to see it's like someone handed her like a like a like a five-page pamphlet of how how american trailer trash people are supposed to act and she just memorized it on the flight <laughs> she hyped her up on they hyped her up on jerry springer on the yeah. way out there They're just like, act like this jerry is springer. how you confront a man when you're trying to get him back she's like okay that's okay, right i've got it i'm ready <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> david and lana I mean, what's there to say that hasn't already been said? Like, I thought we covered it pretty comprehensively last week, except that he's much more of a creepy uncle figure than he was last time. Yeah, they're not they're not making this look good. Like, I I guess we were hoping that, like, he'd meet Lana and that the story would take a turn to them, like, falling in love. We know from the leaks that he proposes to her. Right. Mm -hmm. She says yes in the leaks, but. We haven't seen that yet. Yeah. We haven't seen it yet, but leading up to it, there's just kind of like, I don't know. It just feels like they're placing these random scenes of them spending time together and then like chopping it up to make him look like the creepy uncle. Do you think that the private investigator is secretly her husband and that's why he couldn't find her? <laughs> oh my God. You're just making up theories now. You're just making up man. conspiracy I mean, we theories. We have like yeah. a theory corner for agency. <laughs> people be like, oh. <gasps> Yeah, who knows? I 100% <laughs> made that up, but what if it was true? What if? It <laughs> what would if? change everything. But um, yeah, agency's conspiracy corner over there. Um, <laughs> what do you think the C stands for? Oh, my goodness. Uh, conspiracy. Anyways, um, oh, yeah, okay. they bold. They took pictures. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me and it's not going to fit right and all the bulges are going to show. 
but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it is super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. They took pictures? Yep. They had a fancy dinner. They drove an hour to go bowl because the bowling place they went to was like an hour outside Kiev. Kiev? Kiev? I want to say quiche. I want to say that totally wrong. Yeah, it's like an hour away Um, from where they met. What about the restaurant they had dinner at? And she ate bunnies. They did eat bunnies, huh? (laughs) She did. She ordered she bunny. Did. I wonder how that well, tastes. Well, she ordered rabbit, and he was like, oh, we call that bunny. Rabbit's really gamey. <laughs> it's a very gamey yeah, meat. It's yeah. on the menu at places. It's not like it's So is Puffin in Iceland. I didn't get to try it, but I mean. Ooh. She also yeah. ordered grape juice when he really wanted her to drink wine. That tells you a lot. She ordered grape juice? Oh, grapefruit juice. Grapefruit juice. Well, I mean, she probably she probably doesn't drink it. Who knows? They're very very health conscious out there and i think drinking is seen as like not health conscious he's like let's order some let's order some wine or some tequila it's like dude you're in ukraine it's vodka he's like body shots body shots (laughs) i was thinking maybe maybe he was referencing something some conversation that they had had um, that's the hard part is that it feels so chopped up that like Mm -hmm. I, i can't i can't catch on to what like the storyline is doing because it's just so it seems like there's a lot of inside jokes a lot of inside conversation and it just comes off Mm -hmm. as him like asking her to do body shots with tequila and shit i I just feel like when you say but when you say inside (laughs) it's like inside of his head because i'm not convinced that she actually knows what he's talking about i Um, think it's inside the chat boxes that there's no history yeah and but also i don't like i tend and i don't have proof for this but i do think that they just Someone, she was a model and they paid for her pictures and she's never set foot on that website. Um, we'll, we'll never know. We'll right? never know. But that's my, that's what I think. And so she, he's saying all this stuff to her. And he, she's just like, ah, ha, 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 whatever, man. I think also her English is not good. Yeah. And he's talking mm-hmm. through the translator, like stuff loses, you know, jokes lose in translation mm-hmm. and then she gets it. You know, so it's, that's what it seemed to me is when he said the tequila comment, I thought he was referencing some conversation they had where either they joked about possibly doing tequila body shots or she talked about a story about one time, once upon a time she had tequila and, uh, you know, or one to try tequila. Who knows? It's just so random. I wouldn't. Yeah. Wouldn't think Ukraine's popular for their tequila, but yeah, I don't think you want to drink that. Yeah, no, probably not. (laughs) But I still want to give, I know we're not recapping, but I just want to give Lana props. She stares down the producers like a champion. I love that stuff. <laughs> I love it when they ask her a question. She's like, no. Next Didn't she question. Look pissed, though? Can you imagine how many times or how long they had her sitting to do that interview? Yeah, it was. Because fa- at it was some fantastic. point you saw the fire in her eyes. Like she kind of yeah. had this look like, why the fuck are you asking me that question? again? Yeah. Or yeah, she's like, I'm why done. are you making me it. answer it this way? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It right. seemed like there was a little bit of 
of anger in that interview. But again, we think her, all of her, her interview and her 24 hours before segment and all that, we think that was filmed after the fact because we had intel that her producers didn't even know if they were going to sh- meet her this time. Right. Or they, his sent producers. A, they sent a skeleton producer crew because like the fifth time out, is she really going to show up? And when she did, yeah. So. Ed and Rose. Now, the only thing I have to say about them is, so when Ed is in the car and driving home with his mom, like he's explaining to his mom what went down in the Philippines. And none of that is accurate is the way that it actually went down. So the question is, was he lying to his mom or was that actually his perception of the events? I think he was trying to make himself look good because he's not going to tell his mom. I told her to shave her legs and I told her her breath stunk. And and I didn't tell her that I didn't want more kids until even though I knew because he told us many, many times that he knew she wanted more kids. And he has to tell her that he doesn't want more before he left. So him telling his mom, oh, well, she just suddenly sprung this on me that she wants more kids is complete and utter bullshit. He's not going to make himself look bad in front of his mother. Yeah. And he's not going to go into deep details to his mom about what he did out there. So I think he was just trying to pat it so that he could look good in her eyes and get cookies and kisses when they got home. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. It also he's still a piece of shit though. Yeah, and the thing like I it kind of occurs to me right now that you know he he waited to spring all that information on her after they had boinked. Um. Mm-hmm. And it's like, come on, man. Come on, man. It's just gross. It's gross. 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 Just more more reason why he's a piece, yeah. piece of shit. I also like and that's to, all I have to say about that. Yeah. To me, like probably the one of the most egregious things he did in my mind was saying he was going to stay at her house and then bouncing after a day and leaving the kid behind. Like that's so incredibly disrespectful to the family. Um, and showing respect to the to the family is is very important out there. Like that that really that really like that really sent shivers up my spine when he when he did that because it was. It wasn't just like him being rude to her. He's being rude to her, to everyone around her. And I was just like, oh, come on, man. Bring the kid with you. He doesn't care because that's not what it's about for him. So he doesn't care. He had a crazy experience. He got something out of it. He's gone home and he can rinse and repeat. Uh So, yeah, find somebody new. And he gave a bunch of Japanese schoolgirls his stickers, you know? Yeah, he's got all these new fans. He gave everybody stickers. Like those stickers are probably on the underside of toilets. He doesn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Where they belong. Ash and Avery. Ash and Avery. Yeah. So there was something <laughs> kind of informative that we saw this episode, and that was that uh, we learned a little bit about Ash's citizenship status. Okay. So he says he's applying for his Australian passport, and he says it's going to take three to six to 12 months. What he's really saying, if you kind of think about it a little bit, um, and I'm not sure. I, and, and, I'm, and I'm saying this not because I, I think one way or another about like people's ability to, to, to get this, like s- people were confused on Reddit, at least. So it needs clarification. He's talking about obtaining Australian citizenship through naturalization. Um, and that's what's going to take three to and six. How do to, we know that? Well, because getting a passport takes 10 days in the United States. 
If you if you have if you're a citizen of a country and you're applying for a passport, it's a really fast turnaround. All they're doing is printing the damn thing. Right. Um, but, but what he's doing is applying to to obtain to say that he's met the legal requirements to obtain Australian citizenship and going through a much deeper process with the government uh, than simply obtaining a document. So that's really what he's saying. He's he, he and he said that his current passport is Mauritius. That means he's to get an Australian. He did say that. So, so that's what we were wondering at mm-hmm. the beginning of the season was what kind of citizenship did he have? Because if and, and why couldn't he, what was this bankruptcy issue that prevented him from traveling? And you have some clarification on this now. Right. Well, so because we know that his current passport is a Mauritian passport, uh, he's applying for his Australian passport, which which is just his clumsy way of saying he's trying to naturalize. Um, we know that at the time he was considering visiting Avery, that he was applying with a Mauritian passport, which means his odds of being refused for a tourist visa were essentially 100 percent. It's very hard for people from poorer countries who live in a richer third country or any third country for that matter, um, you know, to uh, to get a, a tourist visa. It's very rare um, management. It, it, it's kind of culturally not something that's generally allowed like you have to sometimes you have to fight with your manager to to do it if you think you've got a really strong case um i don't know what the culture is at the consulate general uh that that he would have he would have applied at Um, but it would be it would be very difficult for him to get one um given his his circumstances so going back to the first episode when he said he had this bankruptcy issue and that's why he couldn't travel that was bullshit it could be, or it could. Was they frauding us? I mean, it's not unheard of. Remember when we heard at the beginning, you know, he, he had this bankruptcy issue and that prevented him from traveling. And we looked into it and we found out that, yes, in fact, the Australian government can hold up your passport if you've had a bankruptcy. So we thought, oh, okay, that is kind of legit. But now we find out that he didn't have an Australian passport then. So what was it that was preventing him from traveling? Oh, it was the fact that he had a Mauritian passport. So all of that other shit about bankruptcy is just bullshit, right? Well, we also have to remember, we heard the whole bankruptcy storyline from Avery in the beginning. I don't think he ever said it. That's true. But the other thing is that if he's living in Australia, the Australian government may be able to seize your passport no matter its its origin as a way of you know, proceeding with its particular bankruptcy laws, um, you know, it's easier for them to take an Australian's passport because passports are property of the government that issued them. You don't you don't own your passport. You uh, are issued one by the government. Um, but it's still entirely possible as part of a court proceeding. He was required to turn over his Mauritian passport. Um, we'd have to be studied well studied in australian bankruptcy law and proceedings to know for sure i mean because spoilers he gets out of australia so we know that he mm-hmm. went and visited avery twice At since least. the filming yeah. of the show so, so so either he got his bankruptcy thing dealt with or it was never it was never really an issue and he um interpreted his refusal as being connected to uh, a prior bankruptcy thing when it really was just a, a, a standard no ties two fourteen B refusal. Um, it's hard to know because Ash has never given us a, a very clear picture of what happened. But I think that now that we know that he has a Mauritian passport at the time that episode was recorded, that um, you know the odds of him getting a visa were essentially zero. Uh, and then and, and so we, and, he just had to get his Australian. Right. That's that 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 that's the most 
It's the simplest explanation. Sounds good for Ash. Yeah. <laughs> he can oh, travel oh, there, now. Well, But there is a theory. There is a theory out there. Oh, There's speculation that the reason why him and Sion didn't get divorced for so long is so that he could obtain his Australian citizenship by virtue of marriage. And they stayed mm, married. And okay. that the reason they got divorced when they did is because he had met the legal requirement to get to become a citizen. And if you think about it from Sion's perspective, that they, because they have a, a, a seemingly okay relationship and it's important for her to have her son's father around, that she would agree to stay married legally so that he could not face deportation back to Mauritius for the sake of their son. Now, we don't have any proof, and he would never admit that on TV, obviously. Neither, neither should he. Nor should he, no. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Ash, for not saying it. So we don't have hard proof. But that's proof. actually a really good theory. It's a it really is. good theory. I can't take credit for it. It was on Reddit. It was someone else posted this on Reddit. It's a very good theory, though, and I think that it's extremely logical, which means that it could potentially be true. Um, now, if someone wants to give us some tea to confirm it, uh, that would be most welcome. But <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot of things, too, though, because his brother lives in Australia with him, and mm -hmm. I believe his parents came over. Mm -hmm. He's about 19, so, and I don't know when he got married to Sian, but he's been in Australia for a good amount of time before he probably got married. Yeah. Since mm -hmm. he's 40-something, go back 10 years, go back. Someone said he came on a student yeah. visa. He could have. He was 19. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. He was, yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's a theory that's out there. I, I, I don't have any hard proof, but it's a very logical theory. It would actually explain his timeline with his uh, with Sion very, very well. Moving along, Stephanie and Erica. We get Stephanie send off. That's it. Nothing, nothing of note there. Um, Stephanie's back. As you talked about at the top of the show. We think it's leading up to her coming, coming out to out. her parents, yeah. to her mom. Just because I, I feel like they wouldn't be following her anymore for any reason other than that. Like, I don't know. It it didn't feel finished with with her storyline the way it seems like it's going to be finished with others. But, you know, it could be because yeah. they had a bad separation and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. There's really nothing there. <laughs> baby girl visa. <laughs> and baby, us baby ghoul visa. Well, it just keeps transforming. What are these names? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think this was the last known sighting of the right pinky toe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Getting delicately washed off before prayer. Yeah, but see, the, the, the foot that they show propped up in the on the toilet is actually her left foot. The right foot is the one she lost the pinky toe on. And we see that when she's standing there ready to go. That's when we see the pinky toe. Well, I mean, she had to wash both feet, right? Yeah, but we don't see it on the screen. I'm talking about like the last known sighting on screen. Oh, that made me think about, about that song. Man. Left foot slide, right foot. Slide. <laughs> been a day so there i mean she's done again she's i don't know done. i need a compilation of how many times she said i'm oh done God. and the one away. time that she needed to just keep her shit together in front of his family mm -hmm. he should have known better he should have known that she was going to combust and embarrass him <laughs> i was like this is what embarrasses you out of all this this is what embarrasses you but okay being rude in front of his family. Right. And that's a big um, thing. You, you don't be yeah. rude in front of like older, your elders, right? That's what they were as elders. 
And basically yeah. she treated them like crap. And the elders were like, ooh, boy. Uh, self-quarantine edition. Yeah. We started with, we, we had some Ronald and Tiffany. What we know about them is they started the process of the visa, the U.S. visa process of, for Ronald to come to the U.S. four months ago. And what does that mean? It means that they filed their I-130 petition, which is the document you use for a spousal visa. At four months in, the petition is still being looked at. USCIS is still processing petitions, even with the, the virus situation. So this doesn't really affect them. Um, my prediction is that by the time the petition is approved, the National Visa Center and embassies and consulates will be back to normal. So, I mean, there, it's possible that they could be slowed down a little bit by backlog clearing, but also mm. the backlog could be cleared by the time that they're done. The real issue is that because Tiffany doesn't have income, if she'll have recovered her income sufficient to sponsor him or else they'll have to obtain a co-sponsor. I feel in some of these cases, it's always a co-sponsor. They just don't let us know it. Yeah, well... Yeah, they it, just don't talk about it. On the show, on their season, they talk about Ronald's criminal history. And um, what I what I have learned is that he doesn't actually have anything on his record. And so he doesn't have anything that would impede him being able to get approved for a visa in that regard. I mean, there maybe there's something else, but I don't, but in regard to his criminal history, they talked about it being this big issue. He doesn't actually have anything on his record. So they were a little bit, were they fraudulent? Were they just sort of blurring it a little bit about, you know, well, this one was cleared and this one he said sorry for, and that one he said sorry for, so they took it off. I don't know the South African criminal justice system. We don't know how much of that was just embellished for the show. But what we do know is that there he does not have any criminal record to speak of that would interfere with his visa process. So he doesn't need to get a waiver or anything like that, um, like John of Rachel and John. Let's clarify a little bit. In order to be, he'd have to be have been convicted of a crime involving moral turpitude. And there are provisions in the regulations about crimes that have been expunged. I'd have to double check those. Maybe that can be a follow up we we share on Instagram during the week. But it, it, the, 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 the threshold issue is that he has to have been convicted of, a, of something that is, by our standards, a crime involving moral turpitude. So right, and he doesn't have any of yeah, that. If, he's not, if he hasn't been convicted of anything, <laughs> then it's not really a CIMT. So he might not be refused under that under that category. Now, if he admits at the window, yes, I stole 50 televisions and beat up a homeless guy. When we talk about crimes more involving moral turpitude, those are things that John of Rachel and John has to worry about, right? So we got an update from them as well, um, that they did apply for the visa initially, the initial visa, which um, they're still waiting on. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess their lawyer gave them a three and a half year estimate, which seems long, seems but long. you know. But a good attorney is conservative in their estimates of time. That way, when it happens faster, their clients can be happy. So, um, yeah. So, so what will happen with them most likely is that the petition will be processed, but he will be refused the visa because of most likely be refused because of his crimes involving moral turpitude, which are beating the crap out of people hurting their eyes and then have to seek a waiver from the department of justice. Oh, the waiver um, is actually issued by USCIS. And so this is a spousal visa, yes. right? So, cause they're already married. So it is not impacted by this current order. The immigration ban that was announced was for it. It affected, um, 
numerically limited family preference categories, and I think IR5s, which are parent visas, but I have to double check the text, and certain um, numerically limited employment, cat, uh, employment categories, uh, which an IR1, which is probably what they'll be at by the time they get to the interview, um, will not be impact is not impacted by this order. The only thing is going to be he's going to be refused for having for his for the his CIMT ineligibility, and they'll have to get a waiver from USCIS. But they could prepare for that. Okay, and so she's also preparing because she lost her job, so she does is needing she recognizes that she needs to have a co-sponsor, so she talks to her friend about doing it mm-hmm. for her. And um, the only the the only thing I'm really not liking. Uh, and they do this repeatedly throughout the show is this 10 year responsibility period. Mm -hmm. They always make it sound like you're responsible for like their daily living expenses for 10 years, no matter what, that's not what it means. That's right. That's That's correct. Not what it means. You guys, what it means is that if the person applies for and receives government assistant benefits, like snap benefits, something like that, then the government can come after you you as the person who signed for it to pay back those benefits. Mm -hmm. That's what that means. It's not you're responsible for this person for 10 years for their daily living expenses. And I really dislike that they continue to portray it that way. But I mean, drama. Oh my God, you have to be responsible for him for 10 years. Eh, Only if he goes and tries to get benefits. Yeah. And the other thing to keep in mind is that they haven't really been enforced, at least when, you know, under the last administration, that was not seen as something that was regularly enforced. So the government has to choose to come after you. It's not automatic. Um, so it's 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 kind of a it's more of a paper exercise. At least it used to be. I think it's t- tightened up a little bit now. All right. So that's what that's about. Yeah. Um, uh, and we saw Jesse again because I I don't know I can't handle oh my God. seeing him. I don't but... understand. Every time he starts his, it's like three years ago. We're like, yes, we know. It was a while ago, ago, and you're still here. Like, all of this quarantine, it's I like it, but sometimes it's hard to watch because it seems like it's a really bad IG live. (laughs) Yeah, and that really... The Jesse segment really was. was, It's it's, it's cringe central. I don't feel like they trolled him as much as they normally do. I feel like maybe with this conversation with his mom, they trolled him a little bit. Um, But I also like it, like, Jesse's trash. I don't know if we've said that enough already. I think I feel like you could say it every 10 seconds and it would be OK. Um, He's pretty trash. Yeah. But like, I don't I don't give a crap that you're losing money, dude. You're you, you're you're staying in a hotel in a city that you live in. And you and like, like, who fucking cares, man? Shut up. <laughs> you thirsty asshole. The other only other thing that we're just going to touch on real quick. So so there's a new immigration ban coming down the pike potentially potentially it's been reported in the press that it's coming down but it's not the the text of it hasn't been released what do we know about this new immigration ban allegedly it's going to go after certain types of employment categories those are probably um non-immigrant employment categories so things like maybe like h2as or you know like some of the uh seasonal workers or um, certain types of lo- of, uh, of so-called low-skilled, but we won't know until the text is out. It, they, maybe they'll have something on, on immigrant categories as well. Um, maybe they'll clarify the stance on Ks. It's not, it's not clear, so we shouldn't... Let's not mouth froth right now. Let's see what happens when it comes out, <laughs> and uh, we'll give you an update on that. It, it could... It also could... The other thing we should look for is whether it extends the prior order 
for a longer period of time uh, than it had originally been slated to extend for. Because before it was, a, I think, a 60-day ban, and it might go, they might, they might stretch it out longer. So that could impact the the TLC's ability to have couples come for normal normal seasons. But um, you know, if you want to stay up to date on the latest regarding these types of issues, you can go to askthevisaofficer.com and subscribe to the blog. It's a very helpful blog. And that seamless transition to shameless self-promotion. There you go. He got it out <laughs> of the way. Shamelessly. Yeah. It's never been a problem. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com slash thefraudcast, where we are talking currently about, um, we're doing a series on foreign marriage and um and i mean i would say relationship but it's it's more than just relationship stuff it's basically foreign marriage customs and how you know trying to you know immigrate and things like that we have covered um we did a ukraine and russia mail order bride episode we did an episode last week talk, talking about all these um interesting twists about china and uh, coming up, we are going to be doing uh, Japan. And this is fascinating because both Hanakawa and Agent C are uh, fluent in Japanese. They both ah, have... I wish I was fluent. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Well, she, okay. So Agent C is fluent. <laughs> you are what are... I don't know what your, what your, your level of competence is in, in Japanese. But it's better than mine, which is to say that I have none. So they're giving me assignments. I'm watching things. Um, it's really fascinating. This, there's a lot of information. They're both the sort of like subject matter experts on a lot of this stuff. So because of that, there's going to be a lot of really interesting material. And I'm really looking forward to recording these. And I think we're going to actually end up breaking it up into two episodes because there is so much information. So um, that is coming. And, and it's coming from people who have really extensive knowledge of this so if you like their viewpoints on stuff this will be perfect for you <laughs> that said continues shameless self-promotion hanakawa uh i'm shamelessly found on instagram at 90 day fiance today and if you want to follow my more personal lifestyle blogging activities you can find me at hanakawa underscore draven Excellent. Should probably put that in the Excellent. notes because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I it's think a I've lot to putting, spell. <laughs> putting it in the show notes, you can click on that. Um, since we're talking about Patreon again, that is patreon.com slash the broadcast. I want to give a shout out to our uh, recent uh, Patreons, and that is Shay, Susan, Annie, uh, Katie, Florian, Rachel, Stephanie, Mellis, Allie. Chelsea, Kat, Elizabeth Ann, Megan, Ann, Trina, Lauren, Rose, Sunita, Bailey, Cersei, Marion, P, just P, it says, Liz, and Megan, Robin, Giselle, I might be overlapping here, uh, Giselle, Caitlin, Nayla, Joy, Ty, Patricia, Stephanie, Celery, Christy, Kurt, Chantel, Melody, T-Rex, Kathy, Kendra, Kathleen, Kat. Have I gone back far enough here? I'm going back to May 15th. I think that's 
That's probably yeah. good. That's probably good. I didn't hear T-Rex, um, and... but that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't Welcome do last T-Rex. week's. T-Rex. <laughs> um, so thank you. Um, you guys who are have joined at the $5 level, I owe you stickers. I will be doing that this uh, probably this coming weekend. This weekend weekend, I'll be able to get to those and get those stickers mailed out to you. As a reminder, if you join at the $3 level, it's all, it's all it takes is $3. You get all of this extra content on uh, these extra episodes. At the $5 level, you get all of that content. Plus, I will mail you a one-time gift of the broadcast stickers. So that's fun. And you can find me at Frauded by TLC on Instagram. If you want to follow my personal page, it is just at just frauded on Instagram, where we do other sort of fun stuff, um, makeup tutorials and other things where licensed or whatever like professional makeup artists do the tutorials not me <laughs> i'm learning where i'm learning this stuff with that we thank you for listening uh we uh, are very glad to have you along for the ride and we are the broadcast and we are dumpster diving so you don't have to this broadcast has been produced and edited by yours truly art by sarah Dottie. music written produced and performed by umami further assistance provided by many unnamed fraud consultants Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.